Hi, I'm Sage. And I'm Deshaun. And welcome to another episode of Unbinding the Binary. A visual podcast where we get transparent about life, art, love, gender, and so much more. On today's episode, we discuss the controversy surrounding Dave Chappelle's recent comedy special, Cancel Culture, as it relates to, in the words of Dave Chappelle, the alphabet people, and if there's a way we can potentially bridge the gap for a more healed experience for all of us. Mm, gotta commence this healing job. Okay. <laughs> Got a lot to talk about a lot. <laughs> well, let's get started. Let's get started. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. <laughs> you look cute. Thank you. Thank you. This shirt, um, actually, um, I forget the artist's name, but it's it's a um I have to remember, but it's an amazing artist. He like made it and um I saw him on Instagram. I he's actually at my friend's wedding and then I saw the shirts he made on Instagram and I was like, I have to have one of those. And he sent me one, so yeah. Oh no. Nice. But I can't I'm mad I can't remember his name right now, but I will remember it and post it somewhere yes yes and share yes for the world absolutely yes yes i see you in your pink um yes flowing and vibing october is almost to a close so you know symbolizing breast cancer awareness nice nice yeah. I, I never knew that that october, the month of october is the month of if i'm not mistaken yeah really? <laughs> i'm like am i fucking out yeah I okay so. i never mm-hmm. knew that word I feel like every month almost is like at this point dedicated to something. I feel like like whether it's a holiday or it's somebody's history or you know power to the people for whatever mm-hmm. whatever it is. I feel like every month now is for something, which is good. I mean, we should celebrate everything. Yeah, always. give everyone their space, their right? time, their mm-hmm. recognition. Mm-hmm. Right. I still think um, Black History Month should not be in February though, but that's another discussion for another day. <laughs> 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 when so if you had to are so are you saying that you would designate another month or or you think it, it, the emphasis should be it should be all year round good question because initially i was going to be like what's the longest month of the year however though i do think it mm-hmm. should be like an all year round thing actually i think history across the board whether it's lgbt history black history native americans Asian, whatever, all history should just be all year round for everybody. Like, mm-hmm. cause it's the all about the entire human experience. You know what I'm saying? Like across the board, nobody's history is bigger than the others. You know? Amen so, to that. So yeah, but um, yeah. I mean, what you been up to? How's your week been? My my week has been okay. It's been you know pretty good. Mm-hmm. Took these braids out. I was like, oh, I need to you know. <laughs> Be a little free, give my scalp a break, Mm. preparing for Halloween. Oh, you have any plans? I wanted to be, oh, what plans are like, where am I going? What am I doing? Yeah, like what you doing? Um, There's like a couple, a couple of uh, events that I'm looking at. I haven't decided on which one I'm going to go to. I wanted to be Sailor Saturn for Halloween. Oh, yes. shoot. So she's taking out the braids. I was like, okay, I'm going to give you like this dark, gloomy bang thing going on. But I think I'm going to be Pikachu. Oh, that's, <laughs> wait, that's wait, a big wait. difference, right? A big yeah, jump from yes. like, Sailor Saturn to Pikachu. Yeah, I mean, I can see, see the common thread there, but why, why are you switching <laughs> with Pikachu? Why? So at work, you know, with the kids, I like to be something like child friendly okay. you know okay and so pikachu is coming in time tomorrow in the mail it's gonna take a long time for this sailor okay. i said november 2nd no right like, halloween is done so okay it's cute. just gonna be pikachu for both events cute for the cute. kids and for the adults oh that's so cute you're gonna be a cute pikachu <laughs> i can't <laughs> Thank I, want, you. I want to see all the pictures all, all the yeah. pictures yes yes yeah i think um chameleon my drag persona is going to make her an very first appearance on Halloween. Yeah. And we will see how that goes. <laughs> we will see how I'm excited goes. to see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I'm still trying to master heel walking. But, you know, I've got a cute pair of um, mod flat boots for her. So, you know, mm-hmm. she can have her moment and not make a fool out of her at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> She's not going to fall to the wayside. Yeah, no, no, no. None of that. None of that can't happen. It would be very devastating for her <laughs> so yeah 
Yeah. Well, we'll see. I'm, okay. I'm, 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 I'm ready for that. She's ready for that. So. so, honey, let's get into it. Into Dave and this poem. Yes. The Oracle Shop is a metaphysical boutique located in the heart of Bushwick, Brooklyn. This shop features beautiful and energizing products for the home, body, and soul, including crystals and minerals, as well as ceremonial and spiritual cleansing supplies, jewelry, oracle cards, tarot cards, books, candles, and more. Come visit us at The Oracle Shop, located at 164 Wilson, Brooklyn, New York, 11237. I don't even know where to start, honestly. Um, yeah, I, I I have some thoughts. I will okay. I have a lot of thoughts, obviously. Mm-hmm. So you watched the closure, mm-hmm. right? So I actually yes, I, I watched that one first, but I actually went and watched all of them. I watched uh, the first one and then Sticks and Stones and then the closing. Mm-hmm. Clo- closure. Closure. Closure? Closure? Closer. Closer. It might be the closer. Closer? I think it's the closer. <laughs> <laughs> but I watched, I ended up watching all three. Um, and, um, <laughs> okay. All right, before I, actually, before I go, I want to know what you thought and what you watched. Like, you, you tell me. So... Initially, well, I mean, I've seen Sticks and Stones years ago, mm-hmm. you know, when it came out. But I definitely wanted to revisit it. I was actually watching it on the train ride <laughs> on the train ride here. And what I will say is that the Sticks and Stones definitely <clears throat> gives you an initial understanding of where he is trying to bridge this gap between the comedy world and the LGBTQ, you know, community mm-hmm. at large. Um, but needless to say, there were for me personally, there were some very triggering jokes in uh, the the closer. The closer, okay. yes, because I was saying closure mm-hmm. <laughs> in the closer, definitely. So we'll get into that at some point. Um, mm. What what was the name of the first one? And what mm-hmm. and what in the first one was I guess LGBT oriented right. that stuck out to you? So okay, the first one I wrote it down actually because I had to take notes. Take notes. Um, the first one actually was called Live. Where are you? Ah, the Age of Spin, live at the Hollywood Palladium. Mm-hmm. That was the first one. Um, and <clears throat> so if I'm not, okay, so the, the, I will say this, between all three of them, there was a common thread of LGBT jokes, right? Sure. It was like a consistent thing that was popping up in, in all three of his specials. And I think if my memory serves me correct, the, the thing that really stood out for me is the, and he said this in all of his specials, but the consistent, like ringing of like I'm an ally for for paraphrasing you know what I mean like in, in so many words he was saying like I'm an ally I have mm-hmm. no problem with the LGBT community but his argument was always the the imbalance of the um, inequality struggle I guess you will mm-hmm. of versus race versus you know the LGBT community right saying that like you know people can say stuff about the LGBT community and and they'll get shut down, they'll get canceled, but racism still exists. Mm -hmm. And that was his angle. I just think that age and generation has a lot to do with the way that conversation was Mm -hmm. being had. Um, I mentioned to you, you know, earlier that he has a very um, Archie Bunker type style of bringing these topics to, you know, us, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) To the masses. Right, to the masses. And not everybody can handle that now. You know, I think that um, the generation, especially that he grew up in, you know, he grew up with the Richard Pryors and, and, you know, 
the Eddie Murphys and all of them. Mm-hmm. And so that Paul Mooney, yeah, Paul, yeah, Paul Mooney, like that sense of humor, that very like blunt, crass sense of humor is just what is used to actually push social commentary, though. Yes. And that's where there's this like gray area. Um, and I think that, again, you know, with the first in, in the first special, like he just kept bringing up like you know i have no problem with gay people i got a lot of gay friends you know you know he you know constantly refers to the trans community as the the t's or the t's you know um the gays as the g's right the bi's as the b's okay we get it you know and it and to me it is funny like i'm not gonna sit up here and admit that it's not funny right because in that aspect, especially in the sticks and stones, it definitely is. We're not we're not up here to take away from Dave's legacy, his talent, and what he's mm. done um, as a phenomenon. You know, as as a comedian, um, and I think that that gray area that you're talking about in terms of jokes that are centered around the LGBTQ experience is that it's possible that we're just not quite there yet. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because growing up queer, it's like you were possibly and most likely always the center of the joke. You were the post the you were the punchline. All of those things, mm-hmm. you know? And to have to sit through a comedy seg a segment which does highlight some of these stereotypes and you know we transform them into jokes comedy is healing Mm -hmm. however it's another space that you have to then walk into and feel like well damn like i'm 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 continuously being outcasted as this uh, this outsider Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so it makes us feel like we're outside of the joke Mm -hmm. instead of being in the joke mm-hmm. you know what i mean absolutely it's actually perfect segue <laughs> because um i actually want to read this quote uh, there's a comedian um by the name of sam J. and you know i love my podcast and <laughs> one of my favorite podcasts sibling rivalry with bob and monet um they most they recently did a podcast with sam J. live and sam J. is a comedian um from our lgbt community and um her quote was so profound to me about comedy and i'm gonna read it and but before i say that i do want to just make a disclaimer that we are not experts <laughs> we, <laughs> in no way okay, shape or form we are only experts um in the our own personal lived experiences and which is where we're coming from correct um and so anything that we say you know is not to tear down the legacy of dave Chappelle, not to disrespect um anyone in netflix or anything like that we're just discussing our viewpoints you know in this about this very public thing on this very public forum (laughs) (laughs) so i just want to make that clear before we move on but i do want to read this quote um from sam j yeah and she said stand up is the back of the bus everybody's mean to everybody there's no group that's being fucked with (laughs) Um, and if you have the fortitude to get fucked with and still come sit at the back of the bus every day and get your fucking riffs off motherfuckers are going to respect you and that's what makes it beautiful that's what makes this a beautiful equalizer in the same way because it's fucking with everybody the same way and that's always attracted me to stand up it's not from it's not running from the world. The world is judgy. The world is shitty. But it's also giving you the space to prove me wrong. Yeah, I may have some assumptions, but I'm giving you room to prove me wrong. Mm. Now, this <laughs> is coming from a queer mm-hmm. comedian. And when I heard this quote from her, I, I was like listening and I literally was like, wow, I get it. I get it. I'm not sitting at the back of the bus, though, personally. <laughs> I'm not coming to sit at the back of the bus to be laughed at. We're I don't, not that's, sitting at the back okay. of the bus when we're sitting at the table. <laughs> okay, thank you. That's that's not for me, personally. Yeah. But I can understand where she was where coming she was from, coming from, right? You know what I'm saying? And, like, you know, we, you know, we grew up, you know, like you said, always being the, the butt of the jokes and stuff like that and always being told, oh, you know, toughen up, you know, don't have this, you know... Um, 
you need thicker skin and stuff like that. But who wants to deal with that all the time? Yeah, and that whole um, conversation about, you know, that whole, oh, you need to have thicker skin and all this type of stuff. It's like, if, if my skin wasn't thick, I wouldn't have woke up this morning in the body and the presentation that I did. <laughs> that part. So I just need <laughs> us to stop throwing that out there because, you know, a lot of us... <clears throat> I think early on in whatever your journey may have been, mm -hmm. you know, um, and then having multiple, you know, ethnicities mm -hmm. or orientations within yourself, you know, you're the, those are the layers. Mm -hmm. That is the thickness mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. No, I, I agree. To yeah, me. Yeah. So, um, yeah. but yeah, how so profound because what it, she ended with, she was like, prove me wrong, mm -hmm. you know, prove mm -hmm. me wrong. And, and this, I mean, this this quote directly relates to like Dave Chappelle's sense of comedy because mm -hmm. I was like, yes, does Dave make some very crash jokes? Absolutely, definitely. There were some moments in all of his specials where I was just like, like, oh my god. In the same way that I would with with South Park, Family Guy, you know, some, <laughs> some of these like some of these jokes, I'm just like, how did this get past SNL? Okay, how did this get past the round the reds, you know, the the round table, you know what I mean? So I understood this this quote in relation to that because you're right, like Dave Chappelle is is the kid in the back of the bus ragging on everybody, including himself. Because Dave made a joke about himself. Um <laughs> about something that happened to him, you know, when he was younger, that was definitely a cringe, but it was also like, it was, it almost to me felt like, I'm showing y'all like, I'm, we're all on the same page. Like, I'm, I'm down in the dirt with you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just. And he, and he definitely is. Yes. You know, to, to a, a certain degree. Right. He definitely is. Right. Um, I mean, all, you know, a lot of artists, it doesn't matter what your medium is, you know, we're bullied at some point mm -hmm. or made fun of or ridiculed. So, I mean, he can't be this funny for no reason. You know, he's right. definitely pulling from somewhere right. other than, you know, the other ethnic groups and things, Jews, white people, Asians, Latinos, you know, that he talks about. Right. So I, I, we definitely have to give him that, you right. know, that he's he's definitely on he's on the bus with us. <laughs> Where on the bus he is is maybe a different story. Right, right, yeah, yeah. And I wonder. So okay, one mm -hmm. thing one thing that he kept saying, um, another common thread between all three of the specials was empathy and us listening to listening to each other mm. and like that we all are living this experience right but i wonder is Which dave is, what, what experience the human experience the human experience okay, yeah the yeah human experience. yes 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 the human experience you know what yes. i mean so like basically like we're, we're all here we're all different. The, like which one which one we're talking about right 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 <laughs> but you know, and I, and I think Davis is just like you know like y'all not listening like oh and that's what it was so in the closer the last one he was saying that if you go back and watch his past specials, you will see that like he is, a, you know, essentially an ally. Like he was like, you're yeah. not listening to me. But I wonder, Dave, are you listening to us though? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, That's are you? That's a good question. You know what I'm saying? Are you listening to? Are you listening to us? <laughs> are you? You know what I mean? Like that's the because I think that's just important. The conversation can't be one sided, and you have to if if you have a whole community saying please don't say these things about us right then maybe pay attention to that and i know that like yes your comedy shouldn't be censored and stuff like that but as a responsibility to the people that are supporting you and that love you and if you really are an ally then perhaps listen to what you're you know what people are saying and if you want to find a way to joke with this community then find a way that's going to joke with us and not make us feel like you're laughing at mm. us you know what i mm -hmm. mean um you know if i don't know like i, I wonder i mean even here, here's a question too if dave was gay or you know what i mean like or or even bi if, if dave was like i'm openly bi like and i'm part of the community or whatever the case mm -hmm. may be would we still or be trans amorous wait what <laughs> Wait, please break that one down. Um, it's it's a term that's going around that is used to identify a man who is a trans attracted, you know, a cisgender oh, man who oh. is trans. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, got you, got you. Yeah, oh. it's a thing. Okay, check it out. Trans amorous word, <laughs> got it. Okay, 
whatever the case may be, would Dave's joke, if, if, if he was a part of the community in any way, right? Would we still be offended? Would there still be this uproar? Mm. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. take it to drag queens. So Sam J, same podcast, okay. made, made this comment about thinking that drag queens are mean. And I know there's a couple of drag queens who have very, very lucrative careers being insult comics. Is that okay? You know what I'm saying? Like, where where does the line get drawn about like what's offensive, who's offending, and like in all in the name of comedy to make everybody feel like where where does the line get drawn you know what i'm saying i would imagine with the drag queens they at least directly know who they're speaking to in the audience you know what i mean most of the times if they're you know performing at lgbt events or like in you know a club somewhere or something like that or a ball you know um a bar gay bar Mm -hmm. i think that they more so are connected to and are aware of who's in their audience whereas a huge comedian such as Dave Chappelle is speaking to literally the masses of all different groups which encompasses you know his 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 work you know Mm -hmm. um and the different ethnicities and groups that he touches upon so I guess yeah the knowledge of who you know who in fact you are speaking to is is who you're on knowing your audience mm, is, mm. is important well see in that vein though because dave's audience is so broad dave is obviously a much bigger comedian mm-hmm. than some of the drag queens right so would his his audience is everyone so does that make does that you know does that mean? make it okay? Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, I know, I understand. I, like, I, I feel where you're going. You with You know what it. I mean? Like, it's it's such a great area, and I and I, I do feel bad because I do feel like, you know, again, not to make it an age thing, but it is a generational gap. It's a complete, you know what I mean? Different generation, mm-hmm. different sense of humor, and it it almost feels like. He's from this generation, and he's trying to reach out to say, "Hey, I I, I want to learn." And I'm with you, you know, I'm gonna make mistakes though, because this is all new to me. You know what I mean? Like you're he's black, cisgender man, grew up in like right. the hood. Like that was not you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> Yeah, this is not anything that he I mean, I don't know. You know, was he exposed? You know? We're know. like you can't just it can't just be that, that we're pulling all of this from the experiences of our friends or who we see, you know, on television. Right. Like it has to be, you know, s- some exposure to some degree. Um, and I think that's why he felt that it was important for him to speak about his relationship, you know, with the comedian Daphne, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. he, you know, he met at one of his shows and then eventually, you know, invited her to come onto stage and share her jokes. And he openly was like, she, she bombs, like, mm-hmm. the, you know, mm-hmm. for that first segment of her on stage but then when they invited her you know backstage and she was the life of the party and and Mm -hmm. making every you know everyone laugh and i do think that it was um a beautiful story that he told but there's just so many layers even within that to me that just wasn't necessarily enough because it's Mm -hmm. kind of like you know, the cisgendered white hetero male who, you know, may make some comments about black people that he doesn't realize is offensive, but he's like, oh no, but I, I have I have black friends. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's the same it's thing. It's the I, same thing. It's, it, and I find it so funny how we can't um, look into the, those mirrors of and see how the similarities between the experience mm-hmm. within him also speaking about, you know, LGBTQ uh, liberation and, 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 and equality journey versus racism. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. he's not really paralleling them as closely as he could, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, well, there. I personally don't think any oppressed community should be in a versus battle of who, no. which he touched on also, which is so interesting that like he, he constantly, it, it's weird. Like he, cause he had this like commentary, like we're all equal. Like we should not be, you know, my, my trauma is not, you know, it's not a battle of whose trauma is worse, but 
at the same time, it's exactly what you're presenting. You know what I mean? Like, and and it's mm-hmm. 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 It, it, you know what I mean? It's so weird. It's like I, it's like I don't I don't even know where I'm supposed to be in this like conversation with you because I'm trying to I'm trying to vouch for you, Dave. Because I get it. Like, yes, I get it. But also like. I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's like if we were, if we were gonna create a Venn diagram, let's just focus on the middle. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Let's yeah. just focus on the similarities because I think mm. at any given point we can sit up and just you know fall into tribalism mm-hmm. and say, oh well, my people this and my people that, and which he touched upon in in the in the closure. He uh, he he said something about the trans woman that he met in, in the bar mm-hmm. and she was, you know, saying, you know, mm-hmm. my people, my people was like, what does that mean? My mm-hmm. people, my people. And they're like, but you know exactly what that means mm-hmm. because you have your people too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But y'all, it's what, okay. So what it's, it's like, I mean, obviously this is such a much longer conversation that can, will not be solved by any means in 45 minutes. But I guess with all of that being said, even just the things that we did touch on, how do we move forward? You know what I'm saying? Like for everyone, literally, not to be like corny and cliche and all Barney about mm. it, but how do we move forward? How do we move past this? You know, right? right? How do you know we what bury I mean? it? You know, because like there are a lot of people that immediately want to uh, cancel him, and and you know, I saw um, a post today. Um, on Instagram that said you can't you can't tell trans people not to be offended um, about these jokes and I, I totally valid 100% valid you know like I said like there were things that I you know I just found to be very crass perhaps it's just my own cultural understanding of like okay Dave like you know <laughs> but not making excuses but it's like do is Dave canceled because of this? Mm. Even though he clearly said in every single special, I am an ally. An ally. I, yes. I, I, I'm, I'm a friend. Like, I'm here for you. Like, I, you know, I don't understand, but I'm here for you. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Which I, I appreciate, especially coming from an older black, you know, cisgender man to, like, from that generation. And to say in front of the entire world. The entire world. The fact that he's even mentioning, you know, to degree, either negative or indifferent, you know, positive or indifferent, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. That he's mentioning. Yeah. Some experience of trans people. So, I think with that said, let's take a break. Yes, I And agree. we'll, when we come back, we'll get into how can we move forward. Yeah. Bingers is retail's newest bargain experience. View the catalog online at www.bingers.fun. Bingers opens every Friday with entirely new merchandise from the week before. Any items unsold on Friday for $10.99 are reduced to $8.49 on Saturday, all the way until all the items are only $2.99 on Tuesday. After Tuesday, we close, clean up, and start all again the following Friday. Bingers Bargain Bins is located at 1949 42nd Street, Astoria, New York, 11105. Bingers. Okay, and we're back. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so before we go into how do we heal, essentially, mm-hmm. I want to just... Uh, give this quote from Dave Chappelle actually and I believe this was in the first special okay I'm pretty sure it was in the first special I could be wrong but anyway um, the quote direct quote from Dave Chappelle says know this if I make fun of you it's because I see myself in you Mm. now with that being said what how do we find healing for all of us for real you know what i'm saying with comedy or you know even commentary you know just regular conversations where you know people's opinions and all this like how do we stop hollering at each other and start healing or you know what i mean like mm, that it's a good question right because people heal in different ways mm-hmm. and so for me, I think the most important thing would be to ground ourselves in the present. 
Mm. You know, and think about look look at the past and use it as a learning tool mm. to propel ourselves, you know, to the future and learn from the mistakes that we've encountered along this journey. And because that's all we can, you know, that's all we can do. We can't, we can't, he can't and should not probably, you know, go back and <laughs> erase everything that he said mm. and apologize for everything he said. Because he said what he said. <laughs> and, he, and he probably meant it. I mean, he's a, an intelligent man, you know. Um, but you said how to just in general. Yeah, like, like I mean, we're just, just, you know, because right now, you know, there's a lot of protest against Dave. Um, mm. You know, there's talk of like, you know, canceling Dave. And like, I even read today that um, a, a trans activist, you know, reached out for conversation, but Dave seemingly didn't want to convert. I don't, I don't know, you know, the media mm-hmm. says, you know, media plays whatever narrative it wants to play. So who knows how much truth is actually in that story. But with that being said, like, I guess, where's the white flag? You know what I mean? Like, I just, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like what, what do we do, you know? I guess, so one thing I wanted to talk about before we went for the break that we didn't really touch upon yet was the cancel culture. Yes. And where we are currently um, in that aspect because, you know, on one hand, do I think that Dave Chappelle should be canceled for the things that he said present day and in the past? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just me personally. It doesn't mean that I wasn't triggered by some of the things that he said. It doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that I'm. You know, I'm not understanding of other people's, you know, pain as well as my own. However, I don't think that we should just cancel people for a mistake that they may have made or their own personal opinions, mm-hmm. you know, towards mm-hmm. something. Do I think that some that sometimes, especially as a person with a platform, when we spread these kinds of messages, intentionally or unintentionally, you know, do they somehow ripple into society and can ca- cause harm? Yes. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we wouldn't be having these conversations. Right. Right. Um, so I think, yeah, it's it's just grounding yourself in the in the present and taking note of where we are. If you made a mistake, apologize for it. <laughs> you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And if, if if you didn't, just open the space for conversation on how we can better understand one another and I think that goes back to what you were saying earlier even with the quote you know that he's saying that if I'm making fun of you it's because I see myself in you but at the same time it's like okay so you say that you see an aspect of us in you but are you are you listening Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think that that's where the healing would begin is is him listening because mm-hmm. we hear you mm-hmm. you have the microphone you, know? <laughs> you have the microphone you right. have the stage you have the podium you have the attention of the masses but are you listening to us you know? right yeah i think um you said something about cancel culture like i i don't agree with cancel culture personally like not not for all things like I, I, there are definitely people who have done things that are not remorseful about the things they do, and then and and they have, you know, reaped benefits from the things that they mm. have done. So those things should be taken away, absolutely. But then there are those people who are ignorant, misinformed, um, and they speak on what they know. And it's like, when do we teach? to heal as opposed to punish without resolve? You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't. I you know it's crazy like I, I mean even to bring it to my personal life I just had this moment with my my stepdad honestly my stepdad is definitely of the James Chappelle generation <laughs> and you know we had this really deep conversation um, that lasted for like six hours no lie like for real and a part of that was like you know just apologizing for the discord that's been between us and our lives and like the miscommunication mm. and one thing that he said that he kept saying was like you know what can i say like i was ignorant 
you know, I didn't know these things. Like, you know, I did the best that I could. And I was like, you know what? I actually, I understand that 100%. I understand you did the best you could with the knowledge that you had. You were a young parent. You only knew but so much. And so, you know, do I, you know, cancel him because, you know, he was ignorant? No, it's like, okay, you're acknowledging that you didn't know and now you want to learn to do better so that we can be better. And I mm -hmm. think that that's kind of what's missing when it comes to like cancel culture is like we most like, we immediately go to like the extreme of like you what oh no as if no as if everybody's just got a clean Here today, slate going tomorrow yeah you know what i mean and it's like but well, wait 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 are we really learning anything or are we just scaring people from actually speaking their mind but they you know like we're not teaching people mm -hmm. we're just scaring them from telling the truth which is not helping <laughs> because all in all the jokes the whole conversation it's a teachable moment right it's a teachable moment right it's a do's and do nots right um, and I think, yeah, like kind of moving away from cancel culture just for, for a second, mm -hmm. um, in the last segment, the most recent segment, mm -hmm. you know, that there the were, yeah, in the, in the closure, there were certain jokes that I just felt like, no, 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 mm -hmm. like, we don't joke about people's genitalia. We don't, you know what I'm saying? Because we just are not there yet in even understanding trans people and how we are not defined by what's in between our legs, okay? Mm -hmm. And also that there are, okay, men with vaginas mm -hmm. and women with penises. Mm -hmm. And it's okay. Mm -hmm. Our bodies are beautiful. Mm -hmm. They are desirable. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that it's it's I don't, it's just not necessary and it's it's kind of tacky to use that as mm. as comedy you mm -hmm. know what I mean mm -hmm. um, but there of course are some things that we you know that we could evolve into being mm -hmm. funny I love the way you said that it's tacky yeah. I love that I love that because th th that's where you you have that like okay like. This joke is is cool. Like I understand where you're going, but this is like tacky. Yeah, like I I love I love that. It's it's I, I yeah I, I can go on and on and on about it. And then in, so in the name of allyship, right? It's 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 teetering because on one aspect, you know, you're proclaiming, yeah, you know, I'm an ally and I have LGBT friends or or what have you, but then you are literally taking some of the things that we are bashed for and highlighting it, you know? And I had some family with my sister <laughs> who was asking me specifically, you know, like, well, what, what did he say that was possibly violent? And my thing was, it was it's indirectly violent. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's, I don't think. Of course, that that was not his intentions. I don't think if it wasn't, he wouldn't have he wouldn't right. have said it. You right. Know? right. If he knew the magnitude right. of where these kinds of jokes can lead to, you understand mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, you describing a trans woman in the bathroom pulling out her paint. <laughs> but wait, but wait. Here's another thing that it's, I was literally about to bring that that exact joke up because what I found to be on one hand I was like Dave, but then on the other hand I was like Dave because in joking about the trans woman and then turning around and saying now if it was a trans man I'd be okay with that and I was like now we need to have that conversation Dave like he's he because he talked about he talked about the trans woman coming into the bathroom and he was like you know, saying that how that would make him feel and how he would be uncomfortable. But then, if, but if it was a trans woman and she backed up on the stall, like he'd just be like, oh, well this brother is da -da 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 -da. Like he wouldn't, it wouldn't be a big thing. And I was like, that's a whole other conversation right there. And I think it's smart because it is bringing awareness to this focus on one thing versus the other. But at the same time, like, are you helping? Yeah, you know I mean, like, like, is is this really helping? Mm -hmm. Like you say, like this is, is dangerous, actually. Yeah, because I don't think people are far into the understanding of our experience to where they can 
look at what he's saying and literally say, oh, this is a teachable moment. We're not, we're not there yet because a lot of people still, I mean, do you know how many times, like in dating situations, especially where I'm asked about what's there or not there in between my legs? Do you know what I mean? And that is kind of sometimes the general consciousness from a cisgender person to a trans, you know, a Mm -hmm. trans person about what's in between their legs, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, And so that's, that's why I keep repeating myself to the notion of we're just not there. We're not there yet. Right. Can I ask like a, a, a question and if this is offensive or anything like mm-hmm. please please let me know you know what I mean I'm always open to learn but my, my question I guess would be are is there space for true and honest curiosity as a person myself who's I've always I'm going to ask questions because I'm just a curious person about everybody's experience that's different than mine I'm always going to be like wow can you tell me more about that like and when it comes to, you know, trans bodies, then that's obviously something that is, cur- you know, is, is sparks a curiosity because it's like, I, I, this is unfamiliar to me. This is mm. like new. This mm-hmm. is like, wow. Is there space for the questions without offense? Yes. I definitely do think that there's space for that. It just depends on, you know, how and also who you ask. You know, mm-hmm. maybe some people that topic in particular is off of the table and then it depends on how how you know what our relationship is like mm. i mean if a stranger off the street or off of an app you know just starts popping off these kind of questions it's, it's a little off-putting mm-hmm. but i think i think you know we have to tap deeper into that empathy and and and, and, and you know just just socially like knowing your comfort levels with certain individuals cis trans or or in you know or right. not like right, it's right, just, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Like, yeah. yeah, just always let me know. Like, if I, you yeah. know, what I'm saying. But that's that's just something I I thought I thought of too because you know, in again in relation to Dave, like this is someone from a different generation. I'm said it again, a different time, different ex, different lived experience, who has questions and maybe it's going about them the wrong way. But you know. Is there leniency for the questions? And is it fair to ask? You know, I, I would assume somebody, you know, I've had some of my straight friends definitely ask me questions about my, you know, gay experience. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And just be like, how? And I guess maybe. Keyword, your friends. You know what I mean? That's, yeah, this is okay. what I'm saying. But Got you'll it. have. Got it. Because this is Got it. to some people still so new of, of an experience even though it, it isn't very right. new right um they'll just ask you these outlandish things especially when it comes to like a surgery or a what have mm. you but if we went around asking cisgender women you know all the time if they were interested in getting breast implants or you know it's but it's also the the culture that we're in it's like every time i open instagram or youtube it's like some ad, you know what I'm saying, depending on your algorithm, probably, you know, about um, surgeries and things like that. So it could also just be where we are as a culture with, like, body surgeries, you know, reconstruction in general. Mm-hmm. But I do think that it has more to do with the the connectivity with, with like you said, like the curiosity about trans bodies, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So I do think that there's definitely ways... To answer those questions, mm-hmm. to, to ask those questions right. respectfully, respe- right. respectfully, absolutely respectfully. respectfully. Do you? Do you? But he wasn't asking a question, right? Right. You know no, what I'm no, saying? That's very, no, very so true. Saying he was very literally true. making very true. Very true. a joke very and true. a comment. Very so true. it was just, kind of, and then the whole like continuing to compare, uh, like what what he was comparing. Um, the genitalia of a of a trans woman, the the reconstructing, you know, mm-hmm. sur- corrective surgery, like metaphorically as like plant based burgers versus. Oh yeah, oh yeah. See, okay, that was th- that was one of those moments. Where I, was I like, can laugh. Dang. So the funny thing is, I'm I'm smiling. I'm probably smiling and laughing about it now more so like at your reaction because 
I'm realizing as I'm bringing it up, it's you're lighting up and you're like, wow, like he really said those things. Yeah, no, that definitely was there. Like again, those were those moments where I was like, when he said it, I literally stopped and I was like, oh, Dave, like no. I'm sorry, I'm probably peeking no. with the mic again. Am I peeking again? <laughs> I was like, Dave, no, no, you know. Um, and the, you know, other jokes about other bodily uh, body things that happen between cisgender women and trans women, and it was just like, Dave, that's just not don't don't go there like that. That is that line that's a little too far. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you're in a way like pitting women against women. Right, right, right. As mm-hmm. as if the argument between cisgender women and transgender women need any more ammunition. And you give them one, yeah. That's such a good word, Deshaun. Ammunition. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's it, that, and that goes back to you know the question that um, my sister you know proposed to me about like, well, I want to know you know how was it violence, mm. and this is why. Yeah, absolutely. Like, mm. we live in New York, okay. <laughs> We we are the epicenter of of other, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you, you in New York, you you it, it just is what it is. But the Midwestern, who is in a town of you know ten thousand, is not having the same exposure at all. And then you have someone like Dave Chappelle, who they may look up to, and then now they are basing their opinions on these things, mm-hmm. and then will go out in the world and and feel some type of way or feel like they can make the same kind of joke towards the same group of people when they're not on the same they're not even closely related to the same team mm-hmm. that Dave is on even as an ally but the joke is not the joke is not new right like of it's, course it's you know it's kind it's in a way just a reinterpretation of what's already in the minds of people mm-hmm. as a joke you know you know what I'm saying so it so is it fair so Dave is basically calling calling out everybody's Bullshit, for lack of a better phrase, um, but oh God, it's so it's so complicated because like I I I understand both sides of I understand everybody's point of view. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like I just take myself out of it, and because I, I even when I watch the shows, I was like, I have to watch this like as if I like with no opinion right. with no you know opinion, what I mean because yeah. I could have let the media completely drive a narrative for me before I even watched it and I even had friends who were having trying to have conversations with me about it and I kept saying like let me watch it first so I can have my own real valid opinion and I watched it and I came up with my own opinion and I and I just I understood where one side of the community was coming from I understood where he was coming from I understood what was missing in the mid gap I just don't know how to fix it you know what I mean especially like you know I'm just little me like you know it's not like I could call Dave up on the phone like Dave let me explain to you like you know the missing link in this I don't know you know what I mean so it's like I guess it's just important for us to continue to have conversations like we're having where like we can't be we can't be afraid to talk about this stuff right at all like we have to be ugly get ugly about it you know what I mean so that we can find a a healing for the next generation so that they know like Mm. you know obviously the same thing happened you know with racism at some point well we still got a ways to go there child but we've made progress in the sense that like the generation that us we grew up in a completely different world than our parents did as far as like race relations are Mm -hmm. concerned and we were able to you know take what we learned to teach the next generation and it's just getting better and better and better and now here we are with the lgbt community and you know, like we said last time, like we are the elders and we're teaching and moving forward. So we just got a lot of work to do. <laughs> Saying all of that to say, we just got a lot of work to do. Like a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of work. But like I said, in a very unusual way, the positive thing is that it creates the foundation for a conversation. True. It True. creates that framework to say, hey, this. These, these are some things that we need to talk about, mm-hmm. you know, and that can just be the starting point. Because, again, you know, like we said, if we go back to some of the other segments that he had, he's like, look, I, I don't really un- I don't really understand this. Like, I'm, I'm confused by it. So comedy is his medium. And mm-hmm. so he's 
you know, I guess he's going to explore this through a comedic lens mm-hmm. because that's who he is. Mm-hmm. And so he's only doing his, you know, what he came to do. <laughs> right, right. And what I do, he came to and do. And I, I think inherently he thinks he's doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And in, I mean, I guess in some ways, yeah, like, because we're having this conversation having about conver- we are having the, We're having the conversation. Right now, here yeah. Here and outside of this, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. You know, I think some people already, like, I have some people on my timeline that's like, all right, we need to bury the hatchet. Like, I'm tired of hearing about this. Like, we just need to talk about something else, you know? But, but we can't. here on Unbinding the Binary, this is what we do. We unpack, mm-hmm. you know, gender identity, um, inclusivity, and most importantly, um, the healing. Mm-hmm. The healing is what's most important. And, and so... Um, that's that's the point. Yeah, yeah, that's the point. I mean, you gotta we, have the conversation in order to initiate that healing. Exactly. I mean, this is obviously going to be an ongoing conversation, like <laughs> because we can't be solved in forty five minutes by any means. Um, you know, but at least we can, you know, open up the door to have more conversations about it and, and continue to find the answers that we all seek for, you know, a better tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So I already think it's a, it's emotion. Yeah. It's definitely emotion. Yeah. Well, let's um let's take a break and uh yeah, child, let's take a breather. <laughs> the Oracle Shop is a metaphysical boutique located in the heart of Bushwick, Brooklyn. 164 Wilson, Brooklyn, New York. One one two three seven. The Oracle Shop. Well, um, this is clearly <laughs> going to be an uh, ongoing conversation. Um, it's not something that can be solved in a forty-five minute conversation. This is generations of healing that needs yeah, to take place. Yeah, it's a lot to cover. Um, but I do hope that Dave understands that we want him to listen to us just as much as he wants us to listen to him. Mm-hmm. And perhaps we can find that middle ground and come together for... And one day laugh together. Yes, exactly. Laugh, laugh together. together. Instead of shouting at one another. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm tired of shouting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's... it's too loud it's too loud the media the headlines it's just like okay let's lay it to rest for now the days pre-social media we're in that category now oh my god (laughs) (laughs) speaking of speaking of we have an instagram now yes so you guys can follow us at unbinding dot the the dot binary on Instagram. Yes, and you can email us at unbinding.the.binary.podcast at gmail.com. Yes, right? You can. Unbinding dot the dot, dot the. the. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> unbinding dot the dot binary dot podcast at gmail.com. There we go. Bingo. We got it. There's a lot of dots. A lot there. of dots. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of things to cover. <laughs> Until next time, you guys. All right. Thank you for tuning in. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at unbinding.the.binary. Email us at unbinding.the.binary.podcast at gmail.com.